Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Career Crown podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by our special guest, Travia Stewart. And we have such a great conversation in store for you. It's about breaking free from expectations and live the life you were meant to. So I want to tell you a little bit about Travia. She is the founder of Reinvent You. And it is a breakthrough transformational coach. That's what she does. She helps people create personal and professional breakthroughs that improve major areas of their lives. She guides them in the right small actions by getting clarity on what matters to them in pursuit of their dreams and goals. Travia's mission is to inspire and empower as many people as possible to live the highest vision of their lives without settling. As the host of the Breakthrough Podcast, Travia focuses on stories of people who one day decided that enough was enough to take a stand for themselves, their health, and relationships, and had a breakthrough that changed the trajectory of their life. She also focuses on sharing action steps that her audience can take right now. And you know how I love that. So Travia, welcome to the show. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Lynn, thank you so much. I am excited to be here because, you know, we met before, we had a great conversation. I'm excited for this continuation of it. So am I. And for those of you who are joining us for that very first time, if you love what we're doing, take this moment right now to subscribe to Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcast. And while I'm on the subject, if you do love these episodes, you love what we're doing, um, give us that five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. So Travia, let's get right into it. And I would love to hear what inspired you to get started because I know you've got some very interesting backstory of where you came from to where you got to where you are today. Absolutely. I'd love to share that. So, you know, generally I start with, you know, about four years ago, but honestly, it started about 10 years ago because that whole catalyst for change, it was a moment when I go, when I, you know, it's the proverbial looking yourself in the mirror and going, is this as good as it gets? But what really started it was I was over in the Dominican Republic and we were going on a snorkeling trip and I wasn't prepared to snorkel because I had never snorkeled before. And so what happened was all my friends, you know, they snorkeled and they were fine in water where you couldn't see the bottom, you know, it's not like a swimming pool. So they were all good with this, but I was secretly scared to death. And so I wanted to do what everyone else did for the first time, because normally I stay in the boat, I stay on the sidelines. And so this one time I was like, I'm gonna do it, I'm doing it, baby. And so everybody clears out of the boat, I jump in the water, not as prepared, and water engulfs my mask, my mouthpiece, so of course I felt like I was drowning. And then what did I do, Lynn? I got right back around, I crawled around the boat, climbing, you know, touching and feeling, climbed back up on the ladder, into the boat, back to the sidelines. And it was in that moment when I recognized that I was waiting on the sidelines to keep waiting for this thing to happen. Let's just keep waiting. Oh, after this. Oh, when that happens. And so I, you know, got into personal development, 
mainly through Brendan Burchard. I found his videos on YouTube and just fell in love with his with his mission, with his message and everything, right? And so then I began searching internally. What is this next step? I didn't know what it was. And about in 2017, I had this conversation with my mom and I was like, you know, mom, because she was 85 before she died, right? She died in, in 2017. And I was like, you know, you live 85 years. That's a long, great life. What are you most proud of? And Lynn, she didn't come up with one thing that she oh. was like, you know, she didn't even say her five kids. You know, she didn't even say that. And so that I turned the finger back around on myself and asked myself, what am I proud of? Had I have I lived the life that I want to live so that when I'm 100 or 85, I don't want to look back and not have any anything to answer for that question. And so but again, I kept waiting. I kept waiting. And then I got certified. And then I started coaching while I was still teaching high school theater. And while I did that, early 2020, I was diagnosed with early stage breast cancer. Oh. And so then it was, okay, huh? Because I had been setting these emotions, these patterns, this negative limiting, negative thinking in motion of, oh, I don't have a story. Oh, I don't have this. Who's gonna listen to me? I haven't been coaching long enough. You know, all the things. And so the universe and God said, here you go, take this. And then I took it and said, okay, in 2020, you know, I feel like 2020 happened for me. Breast cancer happened for me. It was the silver lining to the best thing ever because it gave me gratitude. It gave me a sense of urgency that if you're going to do this thing, you're going to break through and do it now. And it was in 2020 that COVID happened for me because it, it, it allowed an easy transition from high school theater teacher to full-time life coach. And so it was in 2020 where all of these breakthroughs occurred for me that I can't be more thankful for. So that's the quick version. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very powerful. And I think that that's one of the things that we all have to, to look at and sometimes, you know, take that look around ourselves and, yeah. you know, and where are we at in that, that moment? We need those moments of introspection and to really question, why am I doing this? Does this make sense? Is this really what I want and my heart desires. And so I'm really mm. fascinated because of how you approach um, coaching and with the work you do with your clients, because I know you incorporate some of the theater in your methods. Yeah. So can you share some of your process and methodology when you're working with your clients to help them reach these breakthroughs? Absolutely. And you know, truth be told, I don't necessarily tell them that it's theatrical. We just do these things, right? Because I was a theater director for 24 years. And when I began coaching, I was like, no, no, I got to keep those things separate. What are you doing? And I was like, one day I had this insight going, what are you doing? You're so great at that. Coaching is all about what? Shifting your identity so that you become the person your goals require you to be. And so the whole process of that that I take my clients through is shifting them from the inside out. And so, of course, we work on the, the, the thought process because we know that our thoughts create our reality. Right. And so but the most important thing is I deal a lot with alter ego, you know, like. And so it's it's once we see the goal. 
This is what we want to accomplish. And it's not going to be an A goal, something you've already done. It's not going to be a B goal, something, okay, then I've already lost 10 pounds. I'll lose two more. You know, it's a B goal. If I've, if I've, if I've earned a hundred thousand, now we're going to make it 120. B goal. No, we're talking about a C goal where is if it's financial, then you want to go for a million. Let's go for a million, right? Because that's something we don't know the how to do that. Well, then it takes a certain process of going, what are the given circumstances that's holding me back right now? Who am I? Who am I being? How am I showing up? That's not enabling me to do that. You know, I, I can't get that done or I would have already accomplished that million. So it's coming up with, honestly, theatrically, the characteristics. If you see, you know, it's kind of like the same thing I do with my actors. You know, it's like, okay, here is, you know, the author provided the given circumstances, the author provided the character traits. This character is a 42 year old construction worker who hates his, you know, job, whatever it is, right? And so then they provide those details. Well, in coaching, we can take on any form we want. So if we want to be someone who's disgruntled, okay, keep showing up like that. But you're not going to, you know, achieve what you need to achieve. So it's a matter of, I've got these three characteristics and how do I come up with those characteristics? I might look at someone else who has achieved what I've achieved and go, what do they have that I don't have? They might have charisma. They might have, you know, tenacity. They might have, you know, a little more courage, whatever those three, those three things are. Then I go, okay, let's pile those on me. But one at a time, because if you try to do all three, they just get muddled, but one at a time. And then it's like, okay, now we apply the given circumstances because given circumstances are like, okay, if it's tenacity, what in your life, what's coming up, how can we decide in advance with tenacity, how we're going to deal with this thing. And so it's changing the whole thought process from the inside out, but also the physical identity you know, and I don't mean physical by your clothes. I can't change your height or your weight, but it's maybe your posture changes. Maybe the way you sit, the way you interact with people, those things change. So does that, does yeah. that, does that, was that absolutely. pretty clear? Yeah, absolutely. You know, rolling your shoulders back, looking someone in the eye. I mean, that yes. is so powerful. It, you are empowering yourself yes. when you do that. And for women, especially, you know, sit up straight, roll your shoulders back. And right. look them in the eye, you mm -hmm. know, because that is setting up you and how you're going to stand in your own power, you yes. know, as an individual, as a woman. So, um, you know, and of course, as a man, so whatever That's your true. gender preference may be, That's true. Um, yeah. that is uh, that those physical actions actually change your thoughts and, mm -hmm. and your perspective. It's there's this connection between our body and our mind as well. And, yeah. you know, one of the things I loved you talking about is that that piece of being held back, you know, how mm -hmm. you sort of held on to the boat as you as you were trying to, you know, get around. Yeah. And, um, you know, because I also was not a snorkeler. And I remember the first time I went um, uh, snorkeling um, with my late husband and um, I was nervous, you know, because yeah. I I had this thing that I actually almost drowned twice as a child. And I've mm. always had this this deep fear from childhood of putting my head under the water. I mean, I can swim mm. like a fish, but I do this really weird where my head's up. It's not a dog paddle because I'm doing <laughs> the crawl, but my head is up over the right, water. Right, right. You know, it is like the weirdest swim stroke ever. Um, but it's because I don't like putting my head under the water. 
And, okay. and yet I'll dive under the water and bob back up. But I also like this thing where I like to feel the bottom underneath me. And I think it's just from that, the fact that yeah. I drowned, I almost drowned. I didn't drown. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, the ghost of Lynn is here. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> but when we're thinking about those things and that mm-hmm. fear, I think that's also something that we all look at. You know, I call it, are you a go for it type of person? Mm. You know, are yeah. you going to take that leap? You did. You leaped into the water. Well, you know, you climbed your way back around, but yeah. you still you did take the leap. You leaped into the water, you know, because I, I did, did the same thing out of the water. And, you know, you get the stuff in the snorkel and all that. And I have to admit, I was pretty nervous the whole time. But, you know, I did have my husband. I mean, I pretty much kept him within like arm's length, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, but I was able to snorkel. It's not a favorite activity of mine under any circumstances. Yeah. Um, just because of the the whole thing, but I still I went it. for it and I tried it. So when you are working with other people and really identifying and helping them identify what's holding them back, just mm. how you went through that whole process and, right. and then help them so that they can get in and get their, get their flippers wet, but still be holding on maybe to get used to it so that they can, because yeah. uh, sometimes it's like you can take baby steps to get there. Um, That's exactly and, it. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing that I use is what helped me because it would not have been beneficial for me to go, oh, tomorrow I'm jumping in no matter what, because I'm not that kind of person. I know how I work and I'm fine with the way I work. The way I work is in order for me to take a jump like that and feel great about the jump. See, I didn't feel good about that first jump. I was nervous as hell. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to do what everybody else is doing. And I wasn't confident. And so what I encourage them to do is we figure out, okay, what is that internal, you know, thing that's holding you back? Sometimes it's conditioning. For me, it was hearing my family members, my mom say, what are you doing in all that water? Black people are not supposed to be in that water. It's too deep. You know, you play in a swimming pool, you don't play in the ocean, you know, that kind of thing. And so I was like, oh, you know, everybody's right. I'm not supposed to be in there. That's women for white people, you know, that whole thing. And so I just go, I just went, well, I'm not supposed to be here. So what am I doing here? And so I live in Arizona and, and, you know, you can count the people on two hands who don't have a swimming pool in Arizona. We have a swimming pool. And so it was a point of, okay, this is something that I want to basically embrace and conquer. And so I started practicing in a swimming pool with the snorkeling and I recognized that, okay, I'm not someone who just jumps in with all my gear on. I need to lower myself in the water and then put my gear on. Well, see, that's knowing how you work. And so that was a step. And then it was when we went on these other beach vacations, I would walk in from the beach instead of, you know, in this boat. And he goes, "Okay, here we are. We're going to snorkel. What? Here? (laughs) You, You know, there's nothing near. And. And so I practice getting comfortable in my way, in the way that I needed to build my confidence in it, that gave me certainty that I would succeed in this. Now there was still, so I practiced, I gave myself a little bit of a net and that was probably about 70% of certainty. I was like, okay, I think I got this. There was still a 30% or so, you know, of okay, this water is still, it's still deep water and it's still, I don't, I don't, can't see the bottom, but you know what? I knew I had success in a swimming pool. I knew I had success walking in from the beach. 
And so I pulled back onto those two examples and went, you know what? I did it there. This is just like the swimming pool. This is just like walking in from the beach. And so once I was able to go in order, because I know how Travia works, in order for Travia to do it, she needs these things. So I did those things. And so that's how I help my clients. You know, like I just, you know, I have one of my clients is um, he's a he's a he's, he's a male executive and his friends want him to go on this trip with him. And he's like, it's so far out of my comfort zone, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, OK, what? would it take for you to go? And he said, well, you know, if I met the, the guys before and if I did, okay, let's make that happen, right? But generally we just say no and go, nope, I'm not gonna do it. But let's figure out how we can make it work in the smaller ways and then go, okay, now you have a little bit of a blanket, right? Now let's jump. And it's not as, that jump isn't as scary. We might be stepping now because we have planned and padded ourselves and given ourselves a bit of certainty that we can have success with this and it's not so scary. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I think that everyone needs to really think about this and take it in. You don't have to go from, you know, zero to 60. Or, you yeah. know, it's, you know, no, I mean, you, you even when you're going zero to 60, you're still accelerating. But I mean, you can do yeah. it by slowly shifting those gears and getting up to that speed. And Absolutely. that for many people, it is that pushing against your barriers, your comfort zone or your self-limiting beliefs. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I did that. OK. And yeah. then it's a little bit more. Oh, yeah. OK, I did that. Um, and there's so many different ways that we can learn. And too often, I feel like people just approach it from, oh, well, you know, you just sort of fake it till you make it type of thing. And it's like, well, you know, that right. really doesn't even work. You know, in fact, I think it's more damaging <laughs> right. um, when you do that instead getting comfortable mm -hmm. in those ways. Um, yeah. And and there's and some people will get uh, more comfortable sooner than later. Uh, and I mean, just as an example, you know, when you're just like you were talking about, there's just so many ways that we can, you know, get our and there's different ways that we can get our feet wet, per se, where we don't feel as threatened, like you were doing it in the pool and then walking in on the beach. And because yeah. those were different settings and you were more comfortable with those settings. Right. So that's the other thing. Right. And especially for someone in a workplace environment, maybe they're afraid to speak up or they're afraid of public speaking you know, whatever that happens to be, if they start doing that in the non-work setting and they yeah. start getting comfortable, then it's like, oh yeah, I can do this. And then they Absolutely. start doing it at work. So, yeah. oh, this is brilliant. So, you know, I really am curious if, you know, you were going to give one piece of advice to our audience, you know, and really think about how, what they could do today, either today, mm. tomorrow, this week, um, what's left of this week, um, you know, so that they could break through you know, and really yeah. move forward in their lives? What would it be? You know, and this this is quite a lengthy answer, but I'm going to make it concise. We have to go in the moment when we want something. What comes up, the, what shows up in the mind as a thought has already shown up in your body. So the second Lynn goes, hey, Trev, you want to go bungee jumping? I go, <gasps> girl, I don't know about me. that, right? Right? <laughs> So there's right. It won't come from you, but it might come from somebody else. And I'm going to go, I'm going to feel some kind of way about that. And then I go, oh, my God. So I figure out, OK, what is this fight or flight in my body? And then I go, OK, whew, I can't breathe. 
what does that come from? And then if I ask myself the question, some open-ended question, never a yes or no, why am I scared of this? What, you know, what is holding me back? There's always an answer that comes up. And then the answer, but what happens is a lot of people haven't learned to tune into their bodies and listen yeah. and hear the answer because it's not going to scream at you. It's just a little, it's a little thing that comes immediately that we go, yeah. what, what are you talking about? You know? And so, because we have all the answers, we have all the reasons why we're still tethered to things. And so then when we ask, and then in that flash of an answer comes, oh, remember when your mama said this thing? Oh, remember when you were in St. Lucia and you were on the side of the road and you created this thing that you're going to fall all over the cliff and the driver was going to lose control. Remember all those things? And so we got to realize what is that thought? Because our thoughts create our reality, because we can look at everybody's life and go, hey, Lynn, what is your life? Oh, well, you know what, Lynn, let me walk around your home. Let me spend a day with you and I can tell you what your thoughts are. So if we want to break through and take action today, we want to figure out what is the thought that's keeping me from doing that thing? Where did that thought come from? Tether away that thought and go, oh, it's because my mama said black people don't belong in this water. That's why I wasn't confident in doing that thing. And, you know, all my family members, because nobody really swam except my brother who was in the army and he had to. <laughs> and so you figure out what that thought is. And is it true? You know, is it true that black people don't belong in the water? Look at, you I know, we so. got, right, you know, Simone Manuel, look at all the people who swim in the Olympics, you know? And so you debunk it. Is that thing true? And then we find evidence that, you know what? I didn't do this exact thing, but I did something similar. I can now go snorkel in St. Lucia and not like in Dominican Republic. So you get to the heart of what that thought is. You say, you're a liar thought that's conditioning. You're just trying to hold me back. And then you, like I said earlier, do two or three things that go, okay, I don't have a hundred percent of, you know, the, the, the confidence to do it, but next week I will, because I will have done these two or three things that help me to build that muscle so that I can take that next step. That would be my advice, because if we get down to the thought, we know the reasons why we're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. And I'm still sort of going doing the, the, the bungee jump cringe, but <laughs> zip line, I, I'll meet you ziplining. You know? I love the zip line. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was a little triggering for you, Lynn. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still going like, oh, I don't like that. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Travia, thank you so much for sharing Breaking Free from Expectations and uh, Live the Life You Were Meant. Um, this has been yes. such a fun conversation and so rewarding for our guests and our, our listeners. So I would love to have you share with them how they can find out more about you and how they can connect with you. Absolutely. So I am blessed to have a very unique name, Travia Stewart. So we can go to Travia Stewart, T-R-A-V-I-A, Stewart with a D, S-T-E-W-A-R-D dot com. And that's my website. And I have freebies there. I have links to the podcast, which, of course, Lynn, this this podcast episode would be there. And I'm all the, and I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. And I have a podcast called Breakthrough you know, breakthrough and it's a subtitle reinvent you. And I'm also on YouTube. So technically you could Google my name and find all the things. 
<laughs> so it's going to be super easy, but we're going to include the links down below. So it's yes. even easier, even easier. And yes. um, I want to thank you, Travia, and everyone who tuned in for this really terrific conversation. And if you have ideas that you'd like to share, we love hearing from you. You can leave the comments down below. And of course, if you would like to suggest a, a topic for discussion or you have a specific question, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitedequeen.com. And to stay current on all of our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, and incredible episodes like the one today with Travia, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com and you won't miss a single thing. I want to thank everyone again who tuned in and Travia, thank you so much. This has been such a blast. Thank you so much, Lynn. It's been my pleasure. And I just, I, you know, I love having conversations with you because I feel like we clicked from the first meeting. Absolutely. <laughs> And then one day we're going to bungee jump together, maybe. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Lynn.